Radio. I miss Matt Bonney. I haven't talked to him in a while since he retired in 2011 with a broken femur. Well, Matt Bonney retired in 2011. Mm-hmm. Think about that. I know. That was like 9, 10, 15 years ago. It was less than that. Actually. Seven. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. Oh, well, wow, now he's Jack is paid. quick he's, with the math. I know he's getting paid. Not only talking. can he, not only, yeah, not only is he a producer, he's a math whiz. <laughs> yes, I am. That's my Jack boy. Clearly not a motocrosser. <laughs> oh, hey, you're listening no. to Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, part of the Front Porch People Network. Appreciate that. Uh, next up on the program, and we actually have guests. Um, returning superstar that he is, Thad Duvall joins us. Thad, how are you? I'm good. Just uh, trying to live the dream, I guess you could say. Are you living your dream, though? Yeah, that's it. Some uh, people would say that. Yeah, nightmare. absolutely, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, it keeps getting better and better. For, well, I'm telling you this. On this end of the phone, buddy, this ain't what I always dreamt about in study hall. No, Just it saying. isn't. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you wanted to run away and join the circus. Well, guess what? You found the circus. I did, actually. Uh, Thad, Thaddeus. Congrats on a good season. You had two wins, Steel Creek and the John Penton. Is it Thaddeus? It is Thaddeus. Um, You're having a good season in GNCC, um, and not only GNCC, but uh, you're you're just having a good your good season. Talk about it. Yeah, for sure. It's been uh, been super good. Um, Got a couple wins in the GNCCs, and then uh, went to National Enduro's, and um, yeah, everything was going good. Uh, You know, there was only a couple points. That's great. And, uh, me and Caleb for the championship in the season and then just um, had a weird crash at Snowshoe and actually crashed out and bumped my up again that I had messed up last year at Snowshoe. So I kind of lost some points there, but you know I feel like I'm uh, back to 100% now and uh, ready to get back to it. Uh, actually, I'm in Michigan this weekend for a national enduro, and then we start back up at the GNCC the following weekend. So I'm excited to get back to going and Hopefully, uh, cap off some more wins. The the uh, the the summer break that GNCC takes is uh, unique to any other series, I think, um, or at least any that I that we know about that at a professional level. What do you think of that break? Obviously, in the summertime, it would get so dusty and hot that um, you know it. But it's just it's the opposite. Most series would run during the summer when kids are out of school, that sort of thing. Not GNCC. They they do it in the spring early. You know, around Daytona time or right before it even, and then they run into uh, late October. I think it's even—I'm uh, not sure when the Ironman is, but it's—I'm going, but I'm not sure when it is. It's late October, yeah, so yeah, late October. Yeah, it's so late this year. it's cold. Yeah. It's going to be cold in Indiana. I mean, so it, it was—you it, know—it's—it's it's always wet and muddy down there when we start, and then uh, when yeah. we finish, it could be snowing. You don't know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but no, it's—it's uh, it's cool. You know, there's. Uh, they, um, a lot of the kids are on summer break, so they they don't have to travel every weekend. And you know, racing for two, three hours is it, pretty brutal when it's ninety to one hundred degrees outside. So um, it it, it kind of stinks for me because I feel like I I'm just now getting warmed up about the time the summer break always comes. But uh, luckily enough for me, we had the summer break right after I got hurt, so I had some time to heal up. But um, yeah, it's cool that they, they break it up a little bit because usually some of the races in the fall um, turn out to be really good races with good dirt and um, not so extreme um, conditions. So, yeah, it's uh, it makes for a long summer, and you're kind of anxious to get back going. You take a, take a week or two off, and then it's, it's right back to the program and back to working hard and looking forward to the last four GCCs. 
about the moose run? We're now called the race again because they lost their, their sponsorship. Um, that was Bill, bothers me when it's named after a company. It'd right? been a long time though. Long was, time. Was, yeah. Look at the flag over there snickering in the corner. What do you like? <laughs> Step up, boy, if you want to. We got a, we got a fly rep in the, in the house here, Todd. So he's uh, <laughs> a yeah. I know. He said he goes. Hey, he's a fly guy, and I see. Yeah, we know. We know. Just, what, just <laughs> right after we took the fly swatter out of the studio, <laughs> but he's still here. Clever. But no, I've, I've never, I've never been able to do the moose run. I've done the OMA a couple, of the OMA series a couple of times. Right. Um, but I never was able to make it out there. But I always heard like the crazy stories about how gnarly it was, and how you go from like first gear mud holes and tight stuff to like racing across. 500 yards cornfield as fast as you can go further so. than 500 yards yeah. <laughs> some of them completely yeah. pinned yeah it's it's neat as jason thomas won it last year yeah 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 it was crazy for sure it was i raced it it was a good time i was i was leading the old man class the 30 class and uh, by a long ways <laughs> which is really hard to do <laughs> says scott that's never raced shut your mouth um but by God, I've announced the hell out of it. And then I ended races. up in a mud hole, yeah. and it's just that's how it goes. That's <laughs> that's that race. Um, yeah. So the National Enduros uh, and some of the other stuff you're doing, uh, are you doing full gas? Uh, actually, no, but I just um, I did one two weeks ago or three weeks ago. It was just kind of a warm-up race to try to get back in the swing of things, seeing how the rest was. And actually, it went pretty pretty well. Um, Josh Strang, my teammate, he was, he was able to win, and I was going to win the second, so. And then uh, the following weekend, we went to uh, the National Enduro, and I was able to win there. So it was a good warm-up race for sure. That Duval, our guest, this portion of our show brought to you by Fly Racing. Upload your picks to the fly wall. Uh, have you done that yet, Dan? Have you put uh, any picks up on the fly wall at flyracing.com? I don't, think, I don't think I ever have, but I think I, I think I might have had a couple pictures make it up there. Oh, people that maybe, maybe picks that people took of you or, or maybe they put up. Or maybe actually in their catalog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Are you in their catalog? Are you in the Fly Racing catalog? Yeah, I think I'm actually lucky enough to be in there for sure. Now, I know you, I was last year. Do you get paid for that, or you just get maybe some free pants? Uh, uh, just a couple free pants. Free pants, okay. <laughs> not, not the whole outfit, no, not the whole set, no, not the whole kit, just the pants. We're going to charge you just twice as much for the jersey, yeah. but your pants are free. Yep. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> no, anyway, so the fly uh, the fly wall is available, folks, on flyracing.com. How about okay. the bike you're riding? Let's give them a little little juice. Yeah, for sure. You know, luckily uh, enough, I was able to sign with uh, Factory Husqvarna Rockstar team last year, and uh, you know, we've able to go into this year um, the FX 350. I, I I prefer the 350 a little bit better. More than the 450, I do have both. Um, I, I feel like the 350 is a little better for the woods, not so powerful. Um, but I do en enjoy riding the 450 also. And then, um, actually, I just just got back from California just a couple of days ago. I was, I was out testing uh, the new 2019. So, um, super excited about them. Um, I have another year with Rockstar uh, next year, so I'm excited to. Uh, Get on the new bike. The new bikes are on. It's some of the best bikes I think I've ever rode. So I kind of spoiled myself going out there and riding them, and then now having to ride this year's model. So we'll uh, we'll get through there and get on the 19th and go from there. So is the four stroke your pick of the bike, or uh, have you tested any of the two strokes? 
Um, I, I've never tested a two-stroke. Um, uh, I, I've rode, I've rode a three hundred at six days and sixteen. Um, but I heard the the newer the newer models are are pretty cool, and I, I really like the design of them. And I heard the new three hundreds are are really good. So I haven't been able to test the two-stroke, but if I if I had the choice to test one, I think it'd be the three hundred. I just so many good things about them and how fun they are to ride. And I, I think really fun just to have one to ride and you know i live in west virginia so it's pretty pretty big mountains and stuff and there's kind of like some extreme riding around here and i think it'd be cool to have one just rip around on those for sure so when you say extreme do you mean like just a like a huge x in front of tream or do you mean like an ex tream like an ex tream Ooh, man that's that is extreme um <laughs> the uh the 300 the tpi is that what they call it the fuel injected that how cool is that? A fuel injected two stroke. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah, they they had one out there in the ring shop when I was out there this week. Um, Colton Hicker, he he rides one, so I kind of was snooping around, checking out some cool things on it, and they're they're really cool for sure. Hey, so I was at the I was at a uh, KTM dealership today, and a couple of KTM guys came in, and, and they're uh, just customers, riders, right? Motocross guys, and this kid said he's been riding the three fifty. He's really into it. And uh, these guys are known to buy the the best of it. I mean, they have they're motocrossers, but they'll have like they'll buy Mike Alessi's old bikes. They'll buy like anything yeah. they get their hands on. They'll spend money, and they always get the factory edition of the KTM's. So I said, "What do you do about the 350?" And he said, "I'm tr- I'm trying to get my hands on a K- KTM 350 factory edition, but they're not they're only available in Europe." Um, what do you know about that? Do you think you'll ever see? them bring factory and does husky has a factory edition too right or something like that yeah yeah the, yeah the factory edition um 450 so i i think it'd be cool for a 350 because i have a i have a lot of guys inquire about 350 and um you know i have i know a bunch of people who want wants to spend the money on a factory edition but doesn't want the whole 450 power so yeah i think it'd be i think it'd be awesome if they had a, a 350 edition or even a 250 factory edition at that um so you know i think that the 350 would be in a step in the right direction for sure for people who didn't want the whole 450 power mm-hmm. so I, I that'd be cool for a future uh profile for sure that there was a time when we were having you on the program and you weren't doing well you yeah you, you, you we've had you on for a long time and uh you're on a different brand and i don't think it had anything to do with the brand i don't know it was something personal or or, or something within yourself or whatever it is but man i'm really i'm really excited for you and and, and to see that you're you know not only are you you hanging in there you're doing really well you're winning races you know and, and had you not had that mishap you you could have been a championship guy this year not saying you still couldn't but uh but you know what i'm saying it's it's uh yeah You've you've done real well for yourself. I'm proud of you. Yeah, for, for thank you very much. It's just um, I, I think it took me longer to figure things out for myself than what I wanted to be. But um, now that I am, it's it's even sweeter, like a bittersweet for me. It's yeah. just you know I've had to learn the hard way, and, and you know things don't come easy like I thought they would. So humility, with, right? Yeah, absolutely. So with maturity, and you know. When you work so hard and, and win races, that's when it's like it pays off. And I wish I would have seen that yeah. a while ago, for sure. Sure. But to do it now, it's, it's even better. And I feel like I'm at a really good place in my life. And 
you know, things are working really well, and, you know, me and my wife are expecting a kid soon. So it's like everything's just falling into place right now, and I'm, I'm super excited about what the future holds for sure. Well, I'll tell you, there's there's been a lot of guys that we've talked to over the years, and industry folk or whatever, you know, be, having done the show for 15 years. Folk. Industry folk. Yeah, thanks. Um, that they have, uh, you know, they've talked about believing in you and 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 just waiting for you to find what you found. So, yeah, I think you're a championship guy, and I think I think you're going to get there. I really do. Amen. Yeah, thank you very much. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. You know, I felt like I had the championship run in me last year. Yep. And then just just the whole six days injury kind of ruined that. So, it was, you know, it was redemption this year. You know, I'm still. I'm still in the championship hunt. I feel like, but it's just it's it's going to take something catastrophic for me to get back in, get back into the like the I guess the whole big fight of it. Mm-hmm. But you know, to to be outside looking in, being like, oh, you know, I feel like I'm a championship competitor. I, I want to put in the work and I want to win for sure. So it, it that's a good feeling showing up at the race, showing that I have what it takes to win and be a championship contender. You are a championship contender, Thad. We love you and uh, appreciate you being available whenever we want to have you on, and that's often, obviously. But uh, it's yeah. always good to talk to you, brother. Yeah, I love, I love being on the show. I just hear about all the people that's been on the show before. So he's selected to be on the show. It, it's quite an honor. So I really Especially when the guys from Western Power Sports are in the studio. <laughs> yeah, Potential sponsor, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, for, yeah. Uh, keeping me, keeping yeah. me fresh every weekend and looking uh, fly. Double. <laughs> he does look great out there. <laughs> looking, keeping him looking fly. Looking I wear fly. fly on me, not so much. <laughs> You've been at... wearing the same gear for the last three years. That's because it's all that will fit him. colors, man. Yeah. He's correct. Yeah, thanks, bud. Uh, best of luck. Thank you very much. Best to your family, okay? Thad Duvall uh, heads to the pits. We'll be back. Open segment coming up next. This portion of our show brought to you by the light hydrogen racewear that Fly has perfected. Yeah, you've heard about it. You need to check it out, man. It's uh, the new BOA system. It's got everything dialed in. Adjustability, a dialed-in fit. It's something that you need. If you want confidence from what you race and what you ride, this is an answer I can help you with. It's called Fly Racing. Check it out. FlyRacing.com. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.